Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And it was actually a very, 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 very small room with two little itty-bitty beds um, that probably fit Goldilocks. I mean you know, those two little little beds like that. And there's no way in the world two people can sleep in those little beds. And the odor in the room was horrendous. This is the plaintiff, Serena. She says she and the defendant went to a 70s party in Atlantic City, and they were supposed to share a suite. But the crazy woman threw her out in the middle of the night. Unfortunately, the room was in the defendant's name only. She had no right doing what she did, and she's here suing the defendant for the $470 she's owed. This is the defendant, Kima York. She says she and the plaintiff worked at a funeral home together and became friends. The plaintiff got to the room late, and when she got there, she said it smelled like body odor, and she couldn't stay there. The room was perfectly fine. She's not giving the plaintiff a refund, and she thinks the judge will agree. She's accused of unfriending a friend. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and had their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, Your Honor. All righty. Ms. Serena, you are suing Ms. York for $470 that you say she owes you uh, over a trip to Atlantic City, which didn't quite work out. Tell me what happened. So my friend and I had um, made reservations. Well, we, um, through Kima, she made the reservations. We gave her the money. How did you know Kima? Kima and I used to work together at a funeral home in uh, New York. And uh, Kima was subsequently, she uh, left the funeral home. I continued to work there and we remained friends. Okay. Um, And that's basically how we met. So you hear about a party in uh, Atlantic City, and it's a 70s party, correct? Yes. Kima made me aware that um, there was a 70s party going on in uh, Atlantic City. 
I never get to go anywhere. So I was really excited about the opportunity to go out somewhere and to hang out with my friend. So Kima was bringing a friend. I was bringing a friend. Um, Kima sent us uh, pictures of what the suite would look like. When we saw it, we were excited. We went, when we fa- uh, saw the flyer about the 70s party, we were excited about it. We said, let's do it. Let's go. So I gave the, um, I sent Kima the money and Kima booked the room. I also um, sent her the money for the 70s party. She had that money, so we were ready to go. Okay, and then what went wrong? On the drive there, I got a, um, a call from Kima, and she explained to me um, the conditions of the room um, and that it had a, you know, a smell to it. Okay, and, when and it what was it she said to you, the- that the person she was rooming with had body odor? We're not going to identify the person. I understand. Yeah, I just need to understand what was being said. Yes. All right. So she's warning you. Yes, that is correct. All right. And so you get there and what happens? And that she was also going through, she was going through the process of trying to make the room clean and, and um, fumigate it for us. and Fumigate? Why does anybody have to fumigate a hotel room? When I got there, Your Honor, you would know the reason why it was it was horrible, and it was. Wait, were there the bugs? Why, Fum- guess- well, I'm sorry, fumigate implies there's bugs. Were there bugs, or do you mean sanitize? I'm sorry, no bugs. I okay. meant there was a, okay, there was okay, strong, okay, right. There was a strong body odor. Oh. There was a strong. It was very strong, but it didn't matter to me because that was their room. Are you under the when impression we you were to- renting a two bedroom? I was under the impression it was a suite with the living room because of the pictures that she sent. So based on those pictures, that's what I thought I was getting. All right. What time do you get there, by the way? About about nine, about nine, ten o'clock. Okay. Was that your intent to get there at ten o'clock on the day of the party or not really? No, it was my my friend and I are both um, we own our own businesses and she um, she makes clothes like she's made clothes for the Lion King so she takes on a lot of that work so she was still making um, outfits okay, so for she had her, a client. Okay. So All right, so now very late. okay, so you get to the place and then you go in. Do you do you? Is there a key for you at the front desk? Um, no, Kima came downstairs and she gave us a key, and then she went back to the party and my friend and I went upstairs. Okay. And And were there tickets? Did she also give you tickets to the party? We never received any tickets. Okay. So you go up to the room and what happens? We opened up the door and we're, we're like stunned. We thought maybe we had the wrong room because it was supposed to be a suite, like the pictures that she sent us. And it was actually a very, 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 very small room with two little itty bitty beds. Um, that probably fit Goldilocks. I mean, you know, those two little little beds like that. And there's no way in the world two people can sleep in those little beds. And the odor in the room was horrendous. We thought it smelled like someone, maybe there was a dead rodent in the room. Oh, goodness. And also, Kima, she went through a lot of effort to decorate the room and make it nice and pleasing and pretty. Um, and she, you can tell that somebody was trying to spray the room to, um, you know, mask make the odor. It smell better. Did you ever talk to mask that, that person? Um, her and her friend came up and her friend just, I guess she had a communication with her friend before she got there because they were already intoxicated by the time, you know, we arrived. So her, her friend walked in the room and she started screaming, get out, get out. I feel threatened. I'm calling the cops. And I had never met this woman before. She walked through the room and she walked the room saying that. 
So that she just walks in saying that there's no conversation. It was no conversation. So like what I, do you do? So I I got very upset. I mean, are you kidding me? You want us to leave? We already text you that we would leave. We would use the shower in the room to get dressed. And we just want our money back so that we can find another hotel room. No, they don't want us to do that. They want us to get our stuff and get out, get out. And it was, it was Who's arguing they? going on Cause, because Because Kima's them. not saying this. It's her it was, friend. It's Kima and her friend. And so Kima, Kima was, was like, telling you to get out? Yes. Kima okay. said, just get your stuff and go. Her friend said, get out. I'm calling the cops. I feel threatened for my life. My friend wasn't saying anything because she was just stunned. And... And then we would... We, Let know, me hear from Kima. Uh, what what happened here? Hi, hi Your Honor. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can... Let's start from this. I know with texts that you had texted some hotel room that had a living room and two bedrooms. What happened with that? That was a different hotel. It wasn't the I hotel like you ended stay, up staying at? No, I like the hotel um, Harris. And so I was looking at different hotels and I was like, well, let's get this. So I was sending her pictures, but they said they were going to get their own room. And then they, when she went to find prices, they couldn't find anything they could afford because they realized it's a lot of money. So I wound up not staying at Harris because it was very expensive. So I booked at Claridge, the location of the party. Okay. And I was telling her, well, you know, look up, I'll look up Airbnb B for you because they didn't want to pay that large amount of money. So, so are you saying I that by the time she sent you the 250 for the hotel, she knew it was a room with two queen beds? A, she's getting a, a bed. She's going to share a bed with her friend. So that, that's my that point. Debbie so by the time she was, sends you the 250, she is under the she knows it's not a two bedroom suite. That's what you're saying. No, not no. Yes, of course. For five hundred dollars in Atlantic City, no, she knows it was not a two bedroom suite. Okay, and uh, how is that not true, Miss Serena? Because I do see the text where she says two queen beds. Yeah. Before you give her the I, money. I, you I, knew you weren't staying in a two bedroom suite at that point. No, I didn't. I did not. I did not. I did and not. And this comes in your judge for her naiveness with not hanging out and going to hotels and not knowing a lot of how it goes. So I, well, I'm let's just look at the text. The I mean, that it doesn't matter whether she's experienced at Atlantic City or not. What matters is what the agreement is. I'm here to enforce an agreement. So here's the text. It'll be 125 each on Saturday, June 5th. We can get two rooms or one big room in Claridge. So do I send you the money? Did you get my other Zell? I'm so excited I need to get away. So here's the text that she sends you on May 18th. Serena, what's up? I'm good. So if you ladies can't find a cheaper hotel, you can split the cost of the room. I would love for you and I to hang at the 70s party. It's two queen beds. Hey, Stepford wife, Kima, that sounds real good to me. You already knew it wasn't a two-bedroom suite. I actually, I actually didn't because um, Sandra and I never looked for a room. Like, Kima well, why said, are you saying yes? I'd like. I'm sorry. Stop. Did you hear what I just read? It's two queen beds. If you want to share our room, because she's already got her room, right? And you say that sounds real right. good. How is it you don't know right. it's not a two-bedroom suite? How is this not you saying yes? I want to share your two because beds in a room. Is- I want to explain to you because the only pictures that Kima sent me was for the pictures with the suite. I'm sorry. So I then I think you pic- should read your text more carefully. Okay. It's very clear what she's saying. And you say, sounds good. So if you don't understand what you're saying, sounds good to don't say sounds good. So now the next question is this, 
Is the BO just too much? And are these not queen beds? So let's talk about the second thing first. What on earth are these? These are something that hotels somewhere, I don't know how these, these aren't two queen beds. These are just overgrown twins. They're like wider twins. So when you go into the room, you see that they're not two queen beds also, right, Ms. York? Well, I thought they were small for queen beds. Small, but, but they're not queen. I'm we no know what queen is. We all know what queen is. These aren't queen. So did you complain to the right. hotel and but, say, I need a room with two queen beds like I booked? No. All right. So, but, not, but Not at all. So, right. So now let's talk about the body odor, okay? You did warn her that there was some serious body odor in the room, right? Yes, I did. My friend had uh, her luggage in her garage. So that luggage smelled like mothballs which I didn't realize till we got into the hotel. When we got into the hotel room, I noticed the body odor. However, okay, I but is it body odor or mothballs? Because there is a very distinct smell to mothballs and an extremely distinct smell to the body, body odor. odor. Right. I had both. Okay, yeah. all right. We, we all right. Both. I, but again, I brought sanitized stuff because it was still a pandemic time. Yeah. So my goal was to sanitize the room. And I told Serena I was bringing sangria, decorations, food, and stuff to clean the room. I cleaned the room. Why didn't you just so tell your friend to take a shower? I was, I didn't want to um, insult her. I didn't, I didn't know if it was her being nervous. I didn't know, because before we drove, she ate some pickles. I don't know if it was the pickles. I, I felt I was embarrassed. I didn't want to. If I'm going to sleep in that size bed with somebody, I am close enough to say, girl, take a shower. I mean, no, but you see, I, I've been to a lot of hotels and I've slept with girlfriends. It, 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 I'm not going to lie. The size of the beds didn't bother me at all. It yeah, really, it didn't bother you, but it bothered her. And she, at a minimum, she was banking on a queen, even if there wasn't body odor. So how is it fair to take 250 from them when it, no, it's already a problem, them. but also your friend is telling them, I feel threatened. What happened? What did you tell your friend that she walked in saying, I feel threatened, get out, and all well, that? First of all, when I left the key at the desk for Serena. That's number one. When she got here, she knew the key was at the desk. She sent me a text at the party, like, to come up to the room immediately. So I was like, well, what's going on? So I told my friend, I said, listen, I'm going to go up to the room. They're here. I'll be back. So when I get there, Serena tells me she can't stay here and she feels like she's going to throw up. I'm like, so the body order, I think because I told her in advance there was an odor, she got more uh, heightened about it and she was just like traumatized. Oh, she asked me for the money back. I'm, she said, did you spend all the money? I'm like, what do you mean? Did I spend the money? The money went to Claridge. It was a $500 room. What do you mean did I spend the money? The money paid for the room. And I went back to the party, and I was under the impression they went downstairs to get another room. And I get another text. We're going to use the room to shower, which to me means the three S's, shower, shave, and you know the other one. And we're going to sleep in a car. So now I'm looking at the text <laughs> like, so you use the room to shower and shave, but the room is not good enough to stay in? But you're going to put up, shower it up, use the towels, and then leave? So my room now becomes your toilet? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, 
Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So did they, did they shower and all that or they didn't? Yep. They sure did. Okay. Did so you, at least we one of did them not. Did. did shower with you? We did not. You did we not shower. We personally not. showered. Kima is one person Kima is telling a lie. We never changed. We never showered. The lady came up and threw us out of the Kima and the lady threw us out of the room. We never, one to be honest with you, we but never you did even text her and say we're going to shower. At, we're going to use your shower and sleep in the car. You did say that. Yes, but we did not because Kima Kima came up. The lady came up. Said they kicked us out because what we were going to do so, is we was going to so let Kima keep the money. When I came up, you were, we were dressed go for the party. They came up. We what know, ended up happening? Did you, did you did you did you end up getting another room? We did. We went to a whole We It took us about two hours to find another room because all the hotels were booked up. We found a little a little hole in the wall with two dirty yep. mattresses against the wall. And that's where we slept for the night. It might have been a better idea just to, you know, cut your losses and say, all right, we're six hours late. Why don't we just have a little fun at the party, drink a little tequila and. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to do. But they threw us out the room. Well, no. We before that, no, no. I'm. I, I listen. I understand your lawsuit. Having said that, I'm just trying to think, as a person who doesn't get to go out that much, and then you, you, you get this trip, and then you're already disappointed because your friend is so late, and then you get there, and then what the heck? What who can? What can't you stand for one night? Isn't that something that can be handled, like by opening the door and freshening it out or something? I mean. Um, I told her to bring something. Well, I told no, her to bring no, something. you should have. Let me tell you something. Uh, friends don't let friends walk around with B.O., all right? <laughs> friends tell friends, go into that shower, woman. Yeah, I don't right. know what's going Absolutely. on, but to me, that's less offensive than what ended up happening. What ended up happening was horrible. It would have been so much easier to say, girl. You got to fix that. Yeah, we got some <laughs> funk going on. Hold on, is it me? No, it's not me. It must be you. Woo, it's you. You know, just get it done. Get the problem solved. But in any event, you know, I, I, I get it that you were looking forward to it, but it was already pretty ruined when your friend, unfortunately, had to be so late. So you're getting there in the middle of the party. Well, how is it her fault? Because you're suing her for the 40 bucks for the party. How is it her fault that you decided not to go to the party? You could have gone to the party. Because the, the whole the whole event, um, I never took Sandra and I never showered. We never was able to change over into our seventies outfit. We got kicked out of the room. We had no place. But before to go. stop that, when to- you say you got kicked out of the room, before you got kicked out of the room, you said, "I'm not staying in this room. Give me my money back." But we're gonna shower here. All that happened because I see it in the text. I understand your lawsuit about getting the money back for your hotel room. I believe you should get that back. But your lawsuit is not just to get that money back. Your lawsuit is to get that money back, then get her to pay you $180 for the hotel room that you had to get later, 
because you couldn't just suck it up and have one bad night. And also the tickets for the party that you decided not to go to because, quote, we got thrown out of the room. No, by then you had said you're not staying in this room. I want my money back. So, no, she is not going to return $470 to you. She is, however, going to return $250 to you if for no other reason than the fact that it is not as advertised because you can't say it's a queen bed when it's not. It's just a, a little bit larger twin because it may not be a big deal to you, but you don't have a right to decide it's not going to be a big deal to other people. Verdict for the plaintiff in the amount of $250. So the plaintiff is going to get $250 now from the defendant. She was shaking her head when the judge gave her decision. Why were you shaking your head, uh, Ms. York? Because Serena was sent pictures of the room hours before she got to the room. So she knew the size of the bed. The size of the bed was never an issue for me. And when Serena got those pictures early in the day, Serena never said, I'm not going to stay in that room. So I don't agree with the judgment at all. Well, I mean, the judge listened to all of your testimony. By the way, when you mentioned uh, somebody eating pickles having to do with body odor, I never heard that before. Why would you say that? What do, what do pickles I, do? I was, I, was I was trying to say, but maybe that's where the body odor came from, eating the pickles. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hey, I, I, do you think you'll still be friends with uh, Serena? How about that? Never again. Never, never again. again. All right, Serena, this was a bad deal for you, yeah. too, uh, wasn't it? Yes, it was, but it was a learning experience. Well, you know, if you look at it that way, a learning experience, okay, I guess that's all right. So you're only going to get $250 yeah. back. Um, you missed a party. Apparently, a party wasn't that great anyway, right? Yeah. Well, I ended up having more fun with my friend just driving around looking for a hotel, trying to make the most of a terrible situation. Well, something good happened from this, after all. All right. Yes. Well, good for you. All right, Harvey, what are you thinking? So, Doug, this is an interesting case where um, if somebody wants to get out of a contract or undo it, you need to show a material breach. In this case, I, I totally agree with the judge that if you order something other than the bed that you wanted and you don't get the size of bed you wanted, that's really a material breach. And I think that's why you have a case that went this way. Marilyn, can you give us some insight into what it was like to lose your anonymity? As I tell my friends when they ask that, it's enough to be flattering, but not enough to be annoying. It's not like I'm J-Lo walking through the street. Right. With people mobbing Hordes you. of people <laughs> are, you know. Plus, I really don't look like this when I'm left to my own resources. So oh, I, no. I, oh come on. I, <laughs> it's, always, uh, it's always pleasant because people, if they stop you, they stop you to tell you how much they love you. They don't stop you to yeah, say, you're you know, terrible. you really stink. Right. Um, yeah, it's funny. You, you like, preserve... A, a pretty good degree of anonymity everywhere we go until you open your mouth. That's it. And it's like they hear the voice. That's like, it. Oh, my God. And then they know it's you. Yeah. I had wet hair at a restaurant, yeah. no makeup, and I was talking to you, and the uh -huh. people in the booth behind us just darted up. And <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, no. You just wanted to hide under the table. Right. Right. <laughs> this is the plaintiff, Barbara Gary. She says she hired the defendant, a so-called refrigerator repairman, to fix her fridge, which was freezing over with ice. The guy didn't fix a thing. He charged her an arm and a leg for the repair, which was never completed. She's not about to let him get away with stealing her money, so she's suing for $1,605.
This is the defendant, Christopher Zolo. He says he told the plaintiff she needed a new part, and when she found out it was on back order due to COVID and would take six weeks, she freaked. She demanded a refund. He then got threatening messages from her family saying they were going to hurt him, and he just wants to be done with this kooky lady for good. He's accused of not chilling. All parties, please raise your right hand. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that she hired the defendant to fix her refrigerator. The guy never finished the job, charged her an arm and a leg, and she wants her money back. But the defendant says there was a delay on receiving the party needed to complete the repair and says the woman needs to learn a little patience. It's the case of take a chill. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Miss Gary. You are suing Mr. Yes. Zulo and his company because you have paid him all this money and he never fixed your refrigerator, according to you. Tell me what happened. How did you find him to begin with? I met him through a friend, um, and she said he does refrigeration. The first time he came out, he used a hair dryer to put inside of the freezer to uh, defrost it, and he said that this uh, should probably work. Oh, he charged me two fifty. You paid him two fifty that first day. Yes. Not seventy five dollars. No, the seventy five dollars is. He told me if he had to come back a second time to fix it, he would take seventy five dollars off of the repairs, and it says it here on. Okay, I'm. I'll, I'll be the judge of what that document says. What I'd like is, did you pay him by check or by cash? No, my mistake, I paid him by cash. And you have no record of what you paid him because you didn't ask for a receipt? No, he, I didn't ask for a receipt. So you got no paperwork him. from the first day? No paperwork from okay. the first day. So according to you, uh, you paid him 250 and according to you, Mr. Zulo, she paid you how much? Um, actually, the first trip was $75 because it was a referral, no, it was a friend. And I didn't use a blow dryer. It's called a heat gun. Uh, <laughs> what I did is I tested the components on the refrigerator. The problem is everything read that it was normal. So what I did is there's a heat gun you have where you have to put this heat gun in and I'll melt everything and melt all the components. It's basically, it's a quick process of defrosting it, ma'am. Right. Um, so I defrosted the whole refrigerator, kicked it back on, the thermostat read regular, I only charged her $75 and told her to call me. What's on that paper is what happened. Yeah, we'll talk about the paper in a moment. So according to you, you charge her $75. And then you call him when, Ms. Gary, and tell him, hey, it's acting up again. On the 12th of October, I called him back, and he came to the house, which is states on the work order. Okay. And he told me, he said, Ms. Gary, I, I think you're going to have to have two parts. I said, well, how much is that going to cost? He said, well, the first part is $217, and 
and 65 cents. The second part, he called it evaporator for the motor, would be 112.16. How much does a new Frigidaire cost? Uh, well, I had to pay $1,222 for a new one. So he tells you the parts will be 300 and something, and then what? And he'd charge you how much in labor? He has on here $250. Okay, that, so you were going to pay 300 and something in parts and 250 in labor, and then you were going to have a working Frigidaire? Supposedly. Supposedly. All right, and then what happens? Did you order the parts? Yes, I... I Cash asking. Okay, and did, did he tell you how long he thought the parts would take? So he said it should be two to three days. I said, okay. All right, so now, then when do you find out that the parts are going to take longer? I called Chris. No, I texted him and I said... How many days after giving him the cash app was that? Eight days. Okay, so you tell him, hey, it's been eight days, and what does he say? He said, well, Miss Gary, let me bring a unit to your home because I don't want your food to spoil. So, wait, he's bringing you a fridge from where? I don't know where he was going to get it, but I would not accept it. I told him, I said, no, Chris, I don't want to use refrigerator in my home. Right. I said, because 20 years ago, and it's still fresh in my mind, I got one from like a renter center, and when they brought it in, it was full of bugs. Ooh. So, <clears throat> I said, no. I don't want to use refrigerator. And then that's when he said, well, he had to park. I said, okay. On October 20th, you say, I patiently waited. You said three to seven days, not two to three days. Right. I've waited long enough. Please cash at me my money back. I'd been without a refrigerator right. for eight days. Not a problem. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. That's when they told me it would be in. I can refund your parts minus 30%. I'll do it tonight or tomorrow. I'm sorry for the delay, but it's <laughs> beyond my control. You say, 30% mm -hmm. for what? I still want to know what you do to charge 30%. Good morning. I'm still waiting on my money. I got to see what the second technician is going to charge you. Okay. What's happening here, Mr. Zulo? That, um, that it could have been a mistake on my part. It wasn't a second charge. It's, it's what the, the technician is the one who, who basically was going to go out and do the repair with me or for me. Um, I had to but wait there was on already a, But you guys had already agreed on what the price was. So what is this right. that you're telling her all of a sudden? I've got to see what the second technician is going to charge you. We were there for an hour. You do realize that we'd be thawed your freezer again. So you're going to be charged for that. Like, you're all of a sudden throwing in new charges the minute she says she wants her money mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. What's that she about? She basically canceled the contract with me. And therefore, she's going to have to pay new charges? I'm here to enforce contracts, not... Whims. No, so if you didn't charge her a diagnostic fee, why would she then have to pay a diagnostic fee? Uh, you're right. She would not have to. Tell me when you got the parts, because eventually you got the parts, right? Um, yeah, actually I did. But by the time I did, there was a lot that occurred between that right. uh, time. Okay. So let's see the text. I just talked to the technician and we're going to have your part dropped off since it's not returnable and we'll go from there. That's all on the same day. If you had the part, why didn't you just come out with that to begin with, that you had the part and you were going to go fix it? Because I got a call from two people in her family saying they were going to come after me. It's the only reason I no, didn't go No, 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 no. Okay. This is at 9.34 in the morning on October 21st when she says to you, I am still waiting on my money. And you say to her, I got to see what the charges are going to be and I'll work. This is at 11.15. 
Then at 11.16, I think, because I can't see because of the hour, but it's still 11 and the teens, I just talked to the technician. We're going to have your part dropped off since it's not returnable, and we'll go from there. So I don't understand. You're, at 11.15, you're saying, you know, well, I got to see what extra charges I'm going to cook up. And then at 11.16, you say, we have the part and we'll drop it off. Why don't you just fix it then if you had the part? I couldn't go. I couldn't go over her house. I told you I got several calls from her family. But tell me then, were these calls in between eleven fifteen and eleven sixteen? Actually, two of them. They were. Yeah. In between eleven fifteen and eleven sixteen. Listen, she says, you are full of it, and I know you're not telling me the truth. And if you have the part today, I want you to fix it today. What time will you get here? Why is that so unreasonable? If it turns out the part is there, and you had told her three to seven days, and now it's day nine or worse, why don't you just go over there and fix it? Uh, at the time, they, I mean, as far as there there could have been something or where I was, a location, or I do a lot of service area within an 80-mile radius. So did you ever drop off the part? No, I did not. Did you ever, after the four days, send her back her money minus a 30%? No, Your Honor, So you have her not. parts, you have her money, and she has what? Uh, she basically is... I guess sitting there with her fridge not working. Yeah, no, she went out and had to spend 1200 bucks to get a new fridge. But how is it fair that you have her parts and her money and did nothing you said you'd do? Uh, I may have taken it personally with the threats and maybe... So maybe tell me about I, the threats. <laughs> you, According to you, you received some threatening phone calls. I'd like to hear about those. Uh, basically, just get the money back. You're not going to do this. Uh, you know, just... I got constant calls within a two-day period of probably 30 calls. 30 calls from the same person or different people? Two different people. Did they identify themselves? One did as a grandson. The other one, no, he did not. All right, and what what did they threaten you with? Basically, to re, I'm not, that I'm not going to rip her off. Uh, you're not going to get away with this. We know where you live, and to that effect. Do they know where you live? How would they know where you live? Well, my address is usually on my contract. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's look at the contract. So you have the part for 217, the part for 112. That's $329.81 in parts. The tax on it is 352.89, and then under total labor it says $250. So had you gone ahead and gotten the part and went to her house and fixed it, it would have been $602.89. And then it says first call towards repair. Minus 75, but how much had she paid you in the cash app? Was about $320. Okay, no, I, I want to know the exact amount. Ms. Uh, Gary, do you have a Ma'am. copy of the cash app? Yes. Yeah, 345. Yes, I got a copy of the cash app. And it was 345, right? The first one, I sent him a $10 test. Oh, okay, I, so a total 355. 355, and I have that. I got on it, my I, phone. See it. Yeah. I see it, I see it, I see it. Gee, I send $5 tests, and that's just because that's the minimum. <laughs> like, I used to send $1 tests. All right. Plus, you paid him the $75 the first trip. You keep saying that you paid $250 the first trip and that this document says that, but this document doesn't say that. This document says that the total labor is $250, and the document also says first call towards repair minus $75. So that proves to me that what you paid the first time was $75. So unless you have some proof that you paid $250, we're not going to debate the $250. All right? And then pain and suffering. All right. I love this. Not pain and suffering. Mental anguish because <laughs> I kept, I, you know, and, and 
Can I say something? Yeah. Mr. Gazello, know that he did not receive a call from my grandson, nor did he receive threatening calls. That's the reason I use uh, Texas, because I don't want people saying, I called you here and I called you there. Right. So what did she get for her $430 that she paid? You said you dropped the parts off. Did you drop the parts off? Yes or no? No, and my you name also is said Zula. you dropped. Uh, you'd give her back her money in four days, minus a thirty percent for the parts. Did you do that? No. So no, she's out four hundred and thirty dollars, and you want to keep them. So you're you're talking about all these charges you she never agreed to that she's now going to have to pay, and then you just leave her hanging. You can't possibly think this is going to go well for you. No, right. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to order you to repay her mental anguish. I realize that things happen in life that upset us, but that doesn't create a legal cause of action. This is basically a breach of contract case. So there is no mental anguish on a breach of contract case. This is, you paid him to do something, he didn't do it, you you should be made whole. You should not be out the money. So I'm ordering him to repay you not just the 355 and the parts that you never saw, but also the $75 that was supposed to go towards a repair that you didn't see either which I see very clearly through the text that you said to him, you're sitting here telling me how you don't have the part. You have the part. Come and fix it. What time are you coming? And instead of picking a time that day or the next day or whatever else, and instead of saying, you had your grandson threaten me, his next response is, ah, I'm going to pass by, roll down a window, and throw it out the window, and you'll get your money when I'm good and ready four days from now, and none of that happens either. So I say you get that $75 back as well. That's a total of $430 verdict for the plaintiff, plus, of course, your court costs that you had to file in order to get your money back. That's my verdict. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we're going to take... So the plaintiff is going to get back $430 instead of the 1605 she was seeking, but she is the winner in this case. Mr. Zello, let me ask you a question. Are you surprised she filed a lawsuit against you? Were you prepared for that? Uh, yeah, I was surprised. Do you think you treated her right? I mean, really? Um, no, I, I actually think, you know, um, I learned a lot today. Well, like like I what? I mean, I, I, what did you learn? If you learned a lot, give me I an learned, idea of what you... Basically, if you're going to follow through on something, either, at, you know, at least give a response and handle it professionally and take care of it the right way. You heard what the judge says. You got to give her $430 and that'll do it. Okay, Ms. Gary, yeah. how do you feel about the outcome of the case? It's over now. I'm sure you're relieved. It's right? over. It's over. And uh, Chris is a big liar but it's one thing about it i kept a record of all of my texts very smart that you did that yeah i kept a record i never called him on the phone i kept a record because i seen that he was beating people so i guess the bottom line is are you happy with the refrigerator you have now is it working and are your is your food cold (laughs) my food is cold and i have a brand new refrigerator all right. Well, you've learned a good lesson, and uh, congratulations to you. I hope I hope things work out with your new refrigerator. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Harvey? You know, Doug, there was an issue in the case that reminds me of something that's really common. When a contractor comes to work for a customer, when can either one of them say, this job is over and we're going to cancel the contract? This involves threats. If the threat is really substantial, where somebody really threatens the other party, that's enough to end the deal. Curious, did Judge Milian get wound up and wordy working as a lawyer like she does now as a judge? Wound up and wordy? (laughs) Did judges ever say anything to you? Yes, yes, indeedy. Oh, I bet they did. (laughs) 
Enlighten us. Wound up and wordy. Um, You've never been at a loss for words. No, I've never been at a loss for words. I was a prosecutor, which is an aggressive job. I mean, like, you know, you, you, Can you can't, you're not mealy-mouthed when you're trying to put somebody in jail. No. And I, for most of my prosecutorial career, for about eight years, I was doing homicides. But the judges, look, I, I think the judges that you were uh, appearing before in the Justice Building in Dade County, uh, they want to see lawyers, prosecutors, and defense attorneys who are going to strike hard blows, right. but fair ones, right. when they're in the arena. I mean, that's what they want to see, Yeah, right? it was, you know, it was a, when I started, I started in the early 80s, and there was still a lot of sexism. Right. Uh, and not to say that it's not there now, it's just I try to describe to well, my like children. Well, like the one judge who uh, you made a legal argument. I come sidebar, and, side side. and I, I'm arguing, and the defense lawyer's arguing, and I'm arguing, and this old guy says, you're so cute when you're mad. Right. That's literally what he said to, the, right. to on me. On the record. On the record. Should have gotten him removed from the bench. Yeah, but you, know, but you didn't do or that in the sanctioned. 80s. In the 80s, you, you just kind of moved on. Yeah, and, yeah. You, you said, know. thank you, sir. May I have another? Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you just kept trudging right. away and hoping not right. to encounter that many people that and were And trying like to that. build your own reputation and yeah. your own skills along the way, right? Yeah. Well, I think they've... Uh, they're a lot more accepting today of women. Well, of course. I mean, what, what choice do they have? For first of all, most of the judges are women That's right. in most Dade our, County. So. Right. Most of our most of our bench probably is. It's 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 a, it's a different world than it was in the '80s. Mercifully. Absolutely. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.